discuss or talk about something that I've been that has been pressing in my heart as I as I've been studying the book of First Corinthians and Romans, and I'll just uh, title this teaching as does does my actions cause another believer to stumble and i'll get right into it i'll quote a a lot of scripture i'll start with the book of romans verse 7 it says for we do not live for ourselves or die for ourselves if we live it's to honor god okay so if we are living and we are alive uh ultimate purpose is to honor god ultimate purpose is to bring glory to god um, and I'll go further into chapter 13, which says, So let's stop condemning each other. Decide instead to live in such a way that you will not cause another believer to stumble and fall. Um, the whole of Romans 14 uh, is just a Paul writing to the Roman church and uh, is just telling them about how our actions and in specific in this in this chapter he's speaking about food offered to idols you know and how I think there was a tussle regarding if people should eat this food if people should not eat and there were people who are eating and there were people who are not eating so he's just telling them in verse 13 let's stop condemning each other instead decide to live in such a way that you will not cause another believer to stumble um so just from that verse we can pick that we can pick that our lives are not our own our life the way we live the way we the way we function where we go what we say you know what we wear you know it's not just for us it should bring glory to god and it takes it even further that it should not cause another believer to stumble you know and all this just wraps it up in the commandment that says, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and love others. Because if you're bringing honor to God, to God, and we are not causing another believer to stumble, we are loving God and loving others. So we've just been called to be considerate of those around us, be considerate of other believers, be considerate of those who are watching. If you have kids. If you're, you have a spouse, you know, your friends, your family, your people around you, you should always be considerate. And in this case, being considerate about believers around us. We've been called to bring harmony and build each other up. So, and Paul also says that in subsequent verses in that chapter, you know, we, we're supposed to live in harmony. We're supposed to build each other up. We're supposed to love each other. And I'll just go further down and read verse 20 and verse 21. Don't don't tear apart the work. This is verse 20 and verse 21. Don't tear apart the work of God over what you eat. Remember, all foods are acceptable. But it is wrong to eat something. It, sorry, sorry. But it is wrong to eat something if it makes another person stumble. Verse 21. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else if it might cause another believer to stumble. <laughs> and you know, sometimes we find ourselves, we all have personal convictions. We have, we have 
these personal conviction convictions and we know when we are saved we are calling to freedom you know and there is grace but let me just speak about freedom we are calling to freedom and there is nothing that is tying us back but we are we are from different settings we are from different cultures we are from different upbringings and we as much as we are saved and we've been called to bring glory to God, we all have different personal convictions. And for instance, let me just give a common example. You know, there are people who believe, you know, taking alcohol and taking wine is a sin. It's a sin. We should not be seen near alcohol. We should not take alcohol, you know, and there is nothing wrong with that. That's what they believe and that's how... You know, they believe they bring glory to God by just having that conviction with them. But there are people, on the other hand, who drink wine. You know, they don't engage in drunkenness. They drink wine and they believe, you know, taking alcohol, you know, and not getting drunk is not a sin. And each of them is right in their own, in their own thinking, each of them is right. So... Paul is just, I think in those times there were, you know, there were arguments regarding these things. And in this case, it was food offered to idols. There were people who, you know, they know they're in salvation and they know they've been set free. They know these idols are not true people. You know, if they're hungry, they'll just eat the food. And there's no condemn. There was no, there is no condemnation in that. But on the other hand, there are people who don't have that understanding that these idols you know, are not real people. They don't have this understanding of those who have much knowledge. So they don't consider it right. And their personal conviction is that, you know, we should not eat food offered to idols. The same example as I'm giving on wine. So Paul is just telling them the person with more knowledge about freedom in Christ should be considerate of the person, of the weaker of the weaker, let's say the weaker Christian with no, who doesn't hasn't reached to this knowledge, and they're both bringing glory to God. But we should all be the person with more knowledge should be considerate of this other one, and this other one should not judge and condemn this other one. But in this instance, the one with more knowledge is the one with more responsibility, because they don't want to cause this other person to stumble. They should not do what this other weaker person thinks is wrong and that is what paul is saying and i'll continue reading verses 22 and 23 it says you may believe there is nothing wrong with what you are doing but keep it between yourself and god you might believe drinking wine is not wrong you might believe you know having tattoos is not wrong you may believe you know eating food offered to idols is not wrong but keep it between yourself and God. You know, don't pass these convictions to other people. Don't go preaching about it that, you know, it's right. You guys can do it. Abana, we are in different stages in our faith. And Paul is just speaking from a mind of wisdom and from a mind of love and consideration of the person next to you. And it continues and says, Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. Okay? 
So you are you still blessed. You've kept it between yourself and God. And he's saying, blessed are you if you don't feel guilty for doing something you have decided is right. Verse 23 says, but you, if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning. <clears throat> if you go ahead and do it, for you are not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. So I think in Christianity, sometimes we get into this legalistic, legalistic space where we are always asking ourselves, is it right to do this? Is it right to do that? I normally tell anyone who asks me that, you know, just go and read Romans, Romans 14, 23. If you have doubts about anything, don't do it. If you have doubts, should I, should I put on a tattoo? Should I not? Don't do it. That means you've not, you know, you've not come into this space or into this understanding of knowing and of, you know, just this space of understanding whether something is right or wrong. Don't do it because you, you don't have a conviction about it. And until you get a conviction about it is when you should go ahead and do it. So if anyone comes and asks me anything, should I wear a crop top? Should I wear tights? Should I, you know, still go to club and I'm going to church? You know, of course, there's those things that, you know, they're directly in the Bible and the commands are there. And I can take you to those commands and we can read through them and hear what God is saying. But if you're in a space of having doubts about should I do this or should I do that? Romans 14.23 says, don't do it. Until you have your, until you have a conviction about it, and it's the Holy Spirit who brings conviction in our hearts. So until you're in that space where you have a conviction about it, don't do it. So <clears throat> uh, Paul is just encouraging us in this chapter to be, to be understanding, you know, of the person next to you, to be considerate, you know, to be loving, and if you're loving, you will not want to cause this other person to fall. And we'll also take, uh, we'll, uh, in Romans 15 verse 1, it says, We who are strong must be considerate. You see this word, considerate, considerate is being repeated over and over. Must be considerate of those who are sensitive about things like this. We must not just please ourselves. We should help others do what is right and build them up in the Lord. So he, Paul is saying, We've not just been called to please ourselves. As I said when I was beginning, our life is not our own. First, it, it's God's. And it's also living a life that is considerate of your neighbor. Uh, we'll take it to First Corinthians chapter 8. And we read a few verses. So I'll start with verse 9. But you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. You see? The same thing I was saying. Your freedom. You know that we, we have freedom in Christ. We are not tied down by the law. We are not tied down by the law. We are free in Christ. We are, not, we are no longer slaves to sin. We are no longer born to sin and the law. We have freedom, but living in this freedom should not cause others to stumble. So it brings back the aspect of being considerate about your neighbor. Verse 9, this is First Corinthians 8, verse 9, verse 10 says, For if others see you, 
you with superior knowledge in this case superior knowledge is the one with you know you have a better understanding of your freedom eating in the temple of an idol would they be encouraged to violate their conscience you see they are violating their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol you see this weaker believer or a believer with you know with a weaker conscience they violate their conscience because of their actions so the best thing is don't do it for the sake of your neighbor verse 11 says so because of your superior knowledge a weaker believer from who for whom christ died will be destroyed because they will violate their conscience which is wrong verse 12 says and when you sit against other believers by encouraging them to do something you see it's even saying if you you are just by the fact that you do it in front of them or you do it boldly without being considerate of your neighbor you're encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong so you've not told them to do it by you are by your actions you're encouraging them to do something they do it wrong they they know is wrong you are sinning against Christ. It has said that boldly. Just by being inconsiderate of your neighbor, you are sinning against Christ. Verse 13 says, So if what I eat causes another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. It will have to come to that point. To have to come to that point, you're like, you know, I'm not taking wine, I'm not... You know, putting on tattoos, I'm not... If it is going to cause another believer to stumble. So, my point is, we've been called to love. We've been called to love our neighbors. We've been called to live in harmony and be considerate of our neighbors. And uh, uh, in this case, we are talking about believers, another believer. People who you will spend eternity with. People who you don't want your actions to cause them to stumble and... You know, stumbling leads to destruction. So I'll just encourage us, you know, to be mindful, to be thoughtful of, you know, little things like, what am I saying? What am I saying in front of other believers? Even if we are just having a good time, and even if we're just talking, you know, nothing and just... We're just there. What am I saying? What am I wearing? Is it causing another believer to stumble? You know, is it making them question, you know, themselves, question their conscience? The places I go to, you know, am I, do I freely go to secular gigs, secular parties, you know, and I broadcast it on social media, let's say, you know, and I know there are other believers who are watching me. So I think as much as it boils down to our personal convictions and we feel there's nothing wrong with what we are doing, but this should only be, remain between us and God. And as long as it's been seen in the open, remember we are encouraging other people to do the same and we are sinning against Christ. So my encouragement is just be mindful of your neighbor and if you truly love God and you love your neighbor, you will not cause them to stumble. Be blessed.